never been the same. Amen? If you've truly been saved, you will say the same thing. You've never been the same since that day. Amen. I praise the Lord this morning. Amen. So good to be in the house of the Lord. So awesome worship. I don't have a whole lot, but I know it goes right along with what Sister Rachel was testifying about. Amen. And you can flip with me in your Bibles over to Luke chapter 22. Luke chapter 22. We'll be skipping around a little bit in the Word of God. While I can quote you, I will. Uh, and I'll tell you if you want to write down some of the scriptures as, as we go through the Word of God this morning. Amen. Y'all know I preach fast and I preach loud and I preach hard. And, amen. So it won't take me over two hours to deliver this message. So amen. Y'all just get ready. We're going to have a good time. Praise amen. the Lord. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Good looking bunch this morning. Luke chapter 22. We're going to preach this morning on the devil's third degree. The devil's third degree. Rachel was talking about the devil and how he's, well, the Lord dealt with me all week long on how the old devil was going to try to get a hold of all those folks that got saved Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And that's what's happened to our churches right now. The devil has gotten a hold of our church folk. Amen. And I'm telling you, there's so much of the world in the church right now, and the devil knows it. He's got the church right where he wants us, Brother Glenn. And God help us. Amen. But I'm telling you, folks, I'm seeing a time coming where revival's breaking out. And I mean that. I preached that there's going to be a great revival now for 34 years. And I believe it's time. I believe it's time. Praise the Lord. Luke chapter 22. We'll read you verses 31 and 32. The word of God says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not, and when thou art converted, strengthen thy brother. Let's pray. Thank you, dear Heavenly Father, this morning. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus, for what we feel down in our soul, Lord, in our hearts. Thank you, dear God, for every song, every testimony rendered, Lord. Let's pray, God, take us now. We come this time of the service and use us, God, for your honor and glory. And dear Heavenly Father, touch every heart and every life that's here. And we'll give you the honor and praise and glory for it all. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. How many of you knows the devil's after us? How many of you knows, amen, he's after us, and I'll finish that. He's after us if we're doing something for Jesus. If we're trying to live for Jesus, the devil is after us, and he's going to stay after us. I thought about 1 Peter 5, 8, where he said uh, 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 that, well, let me just flip over. I don't want to mess that up. 1 Peter 5, 8. Let me flip over and quote that to you. I wrote that down. I can't even read my own writing. Ain't that a shame? Amen. First Peter 5 and 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Now listen to me. You may not respond to this message at all today, but if you don't, it's time for you to get in this altar. If this message don't affect you today, it's time for you to get in this altar because that means the devil's done got you. Amen. Amen. The devil, he, he, he tells us three lies. Amen. There's three. You, how many of you knows what third degree is? In, in law, the third degree is what 
the, uh, the FBI agents or, or the detectives or the cops. That's what they give the criminal when they come in. They give them a third degree. Well, I'm telling you, that's what the devil tries to give us. Amen? Amen. He tries to give us the third degree. Amen? I thought about over uh, this scripture right up above where I just read. Uh, the Lord's Supper. They were just having the Lord's Supper. And I mean, just having that awesome moment with Jesus. And they turn right around and don't you know, listen, you can get in this altar today and get your heart right with God completely. And when you walk out that door, the devil's sitting above these double doors with a trap waiting to throw on you. Amen. I wouldn't dare to, I dare to say that you and your wife or you and your husband going to get in a fight on the way home. That's just the way the devil works. Anybody bear witness to that? Amen. That's just the way the devil works. Amen. But up in the scriptures above that, and I'm not going to try to cover all that because I got too much to preach to cover it. But they got to asking, who's going to be the greatest, Lord? Right after them partaking the Lord's Supper and Jesus telling them he's fixing to die, they got to say, well, who's going to be the greatest? That's why the Lord down here said, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. I wonder if there's anybody in here that Satan's trying to sift you as wheat. Amen. Especially this week. After this week that we've had, amen, get ready for in the morning. Or get ready, amen, because the devil's going to be after you. Amen. The first thing I believe the old devil tries to do, the first degree that he tries to do is to try to get us to sin. You know, there's an alarm goes off in us when we start to sin. Amen. Or it does me. When I start to do something and I'm not exactly sure, and which don't get me wrong, 60-year-old, I ought to know, or almost 60, I ought to know if it's sin or not. But when the old devil starts picking at you and tries to get you to do something, that alarm goes off. If you don't know if it is or if it's not, you better get away from it. Amen? But the first degree, I, I thought about Eve in the garden. Y'all remember, uh, amen, he put the tree of life in the garden, and God said, you can partake of everything. You and Adam can have anything you want in this garden. And I can just imagine how beautiful it was. Amen, but they wanted the one thing that they couldn't have. Why are we that way? Why do we want the one thing that we ain't supposed to have, amen? Why do we go after that thing? Because the devil tempts us, Amen. But you remember he tempted Eve, amen, and she saw the food, amen, and thought, well, now that looks good. The devil told her, said, you can have that. Said, if you do, you'll become God yourself, amen. How many times has the devil lied to you this morning? You trying to get to church? How many of you had a hard time getting here this morning? Be honest, amen. I'm going to tell you something. I was up here at 9 o'clock, cut the heat on. I was ready to go dressed just like I am. Amen, ready to go. And I was still late at 1030. I got here at 1033. You know why? The different church and people jumped on my house. He jumped on my grandbabies. Amen. They were going to a different church and they got in a fight. And I don't know what all, but anyway, the old devil had his way and he made me late again. And I think I just made the statement to Sheila Wednesday night, I'm not ever late when I'm by myself, and here I am. Did I not say that Wednesday night, Sheila? And see, that's how the devil works, oh, folks. He tries to mess you up or mess with you in whatever way he can, amen. But he tries to get us to sin. I thought about the prodigal. He, made, he paints a beautiful picture for us. See, he painted that tree of life, said, hey, you'll become a god. You remember what he done to the prodigal son? 
You know the story about the prodigal. Everybody here, I'm sure, knows. But he painted the pretty preacher a far-off land to where they was partying, having the big time. Oh, Dad, give me my fortune. I need it. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to go enjoy life while I'm young again. Anybody ever heard that out of your children? Amen. Rachel testifying, amen, and witnessing about the devil, uh, trying to get your kids to commit suicide and do this and that. See, that's what happened to the prodigal. He was down there eating husk with the swine. He had dabbled in sin so much. He had gone so far. He spent all his money, amen, and it was all gone. That's what the devil does. I've told this before, but I want to tell it again. I was on my way to Florida, amen, and and I, I was looking at all the beautiful signs. We'd crossed the Florida-Georgia line, and, and the signs, boy, it showed them in the ocean just swimming. Beautiful signs, you know, just having a great time. And uh, I, I was talking to the Lord, and, amen, I think Rhonda and the boys might even been asleep. I don't know. But I, I was praying and talking to the Lord, and, and amen, I, I was looking at a sign, and, and I got past that sign, and, and uh, uh, the Lord spoke to my heart and said, now look up in the mirror, look at that sign. And I looked at the back of that sign, and it was just old boards on the back of it. And the Lord spoke to my heart that day, and he said, that's what the devil does. He paints a beautiful, beautiful picture, amen? But then in the back of it, after you've gone down that road and you've followed after sin, then it's, the Bible says it's swift destruction. Amen? The first thing the devil does, amen, is to lie to you and tell you. The Bible does say, amen, there's pleasure in sin for a season. How many of you knows there is pleasure in sin for a season? Amen? When I... 19, 20-year-old, they didn't know my love smoking pot and, and partying and having a good time any more than me. Got some of my old classmates here. Amen. And I'm ashamed of them days. I apologized to them a hundred times since then because I was wild as the buck kid. Amen. Nobody enjoyed it. But see, the devil painted a beautiful picture back then. Oh, everybody's doing it. You young folks, everybody's doing it. There's nothing wrong with it. God made the herb of the ground. Amen. There's nothing wrong with drinking two or three beer, but see, the thing about it was I couldn't drink a beer. Amen. The devil will lie to you, and when you went and bought that beer, there's probably somebody drove by and seen you there and said, well, I wonder if we're going to church Sunday. Amen. The devil will lie to you in so many ways to get you to sin. Amen. I could stay on that all day long. Amen. But I thought about Jesus after 40 days and how the devil lied to him. Quoted scripture to Jesus. Amen. The devil is tricky. He's sly. He's more subtile than any beast in the fields, what Genesis chapter 3 says. And as Rachel testified, he's trying his best to get your children. Amen. Amen. The devil's always wanting men to sin. I got to get off that. That's first degree. But then he tries to get us to cover it up. Amen. He tries to get Why do we do that? After we've sinned, my mama always told me, said, son, if you tell a lie, you're going to have to tell another lie to cover up that lie. And then it ain't going to be too long down the road, you're going to have to tell another lie to cover up that lie. I found out how right my mama was. Amen. You go to lie, and all you do is lie. You know what the best part Mama looked at him and said, son, if you'll always tell the truth, you won't never have to worry about how you answer to somebody. Amen. Amen. 
but, 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 but you can just tell me. Now, I'm telling you the truth now. You listen. Amen. Amen. But the old devil tries to get you to cover that up. You remember Adam and Eve in chapter 3 of Genesis? It said the Lord went going down through the garden in the evening, in the, in the daytime. Oh, Adam, Eve, where art thou? God just wanted to fellowship. Listen, there's nothing. I preached to you last Sunday on There's nothing like the fellowship of Jesus. They were fellowshipping with him every day. But then they partook of the fruit of that tree. Amen. And here comes God. Eve, where art thou? Does God ever do that to you? You know what's so sad a lot of times? And I hope it's not you today. God sent this message to somebody. He just confirmed it through Rachel when she testified. God said, see there? See, I didn't want to preach this. I didn't want to preach on this. I wanted to preach on being happy and shouting and going to heaven. That's why I, I, I'm serious. I got up this morning and intended on preaching on heaven. Amen. And how awesome and beautiful heaven's going to be. God said, no, you ain't. You're going to preach on sin. Well, I'm fighting it right up there. When Rachel said, can I say something? Well, I just praised the Lord when I heard God went to hearing what she was saying. Because I knew right then God said, see, there's your confirmation. God will always confirm things with you, amen, and he'll let you know. But we will try our best to cover those sins up, just like Adam and Eve did when he went down through. You remember what Cain said? You know the Bible said Cain slew Abel, his brother, and here come God. And God said, where's your brother? Cain said, what am I, my brother's keeper? Amen, y'all remember that? Well, see, the Lord will come to you after we sin, folks. And listen to me. The Lord will come to you over and over and say, hey, listen, you don't need to do that. You need to get forgiveness of that. But I'm going to tell you something. Eventually, God will say, I'm through with you. Eventually, I mean, you know, you don't just backslide overnight. You start sinning and you do one sin and, and you think, well, punished for that or or maybe that was okay maybe that wasn't wrong then you keep on and you keep on and you keep on and six months eight months a year down the road you wake up one day and you are in such a dry place that you don't know how in the world you got there you don't know how in the world to get out but it all started with God pricking your heart at New Life Ministries on Sunday amen in March he pricked your heart and said you need to get in that altar you need to get forgiveness of your sins. You need to quit, amen, sinning. And second, you need to quit trying to cover it up and having to lie again, amen, or do something else to cover that sin up. Amen. amen. If I'm not preaching to y'all, I'm preaching to me. Amen. Folks, sin is the most unpopular subject in the world. They ain't none of us likes to hear we've sinned or likes to even think we've sinned. But the Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of what? The glory of God. He said, if you say you're a liar, amen, or, or have not sinned, he said, you're what? A liar and the truth is not in you. So we're all sinners. It's not if, but it's when we sin. I'm not saying you have to sin every day. I don't believe that. Do you know I used to preach that when I was a young preacher because I'd heard my pastor preach that all my life. We sin every day. You don't have to. God help us. You don't have to sin every day. 
And I matter of fact, every night when I lay my head down, I lay there and I thank God. I don't know of anything I've done wrong, but if I have, please forgive me. And if I have, then God forgives me. But there's so many times I can't think. But you know the scripture does say to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not. It's what? It's sin. Amen. I don't know where I got off on. Amen. Praise the Lord. But I'm telling you, folks, God's speaking. God's speaking. Amen. If we will just listen, this can enrich your life. like it. This could keep your kids from committing suicide. Because when they see a difference in mom and daddy, it's going to change their life. Amen. When they see a difference in Papa and Granny, it's going to change their life. When you wife see a difference in your husband, listen, men, we are supposed to be the leaders of the household. I don't care, amen. The Word of God says you men are the leaders of the household. But you're supposed to act like it. You're supposed to be not just the leader, you're supposed to be the spiritual leader. What that means, it's mean you're supposed to show them a godly man. I don't know why I'm not preaching on this, but I'm going to. Amen. I'm like Brother Don said, you have to follow the leadership of the Holy Ghost. But you men, listen to me. How in the world can you claim to be the head of your household when your children never see you pray? When your children never hear you testify? When your children never see you dart the doors of a church house? Amen. When they never hear the name of Jesus out of your mouth or out of your lips. Amen. Amen. I can't tell you how many churches I've pastored when the women have to be the head of the household. Why? Because they love the Lord. They're living for Jesus. And they are the spiritual leader. I've had men to come up and be counseling. And I've told some of you we've counseled or, or, or give advice to 500 or more couples. I've had them come up to me, amen, and, and ask me, Brother Jeff, am I not supposed to be the head of my house? Well, I'm telling you, you put me on the spot because I'm not going to lie for you. Amen. 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 If you're not the man of God you're supposed to be, no, you're not the head of your house. Yes, you'll stand before God one day, and you'll be held accountable for not being that leader. Amen. amen. Praise the Lord. i got to get on. Somebody needed that. Somebody needs to hear that this morning. God help us. Amen. Praise the Lord. But you can't cover that sin up. Amen. After you've sinned, after the old devil's made you or not made you or helped you to sin or persuaded you to sin, you can't cover it up. Amen. That's the second degree. Amen. I thought about aging. Let me just go ahead and tell you about aging. I've got to hurry. I know. Amen. But... They went to take over Ai. They were, they were defeating everybody, not hardly losing nobody. Well, they went. David and they went. Amen. And they lost a bunch of men. And God said they sinned in the camp. Now, listen, you think, well, what I do ain't going to hurt New Life Ministries. Yes, it is. Your sin could hurt New Life Ministries. Amen. You know why? Because there could be a bunch of folks say, well, I'm not going down there with that bunch. All they do is go out here and live like a devil, and then they go to church on Sunday. Amen? But Achan had stole a wedge of gold, and, and a uniform that hid it under his tent. He had sinned. There was sin in the camp, and God said, until you get that sin out of the camp, I'm not going to bless you anymore. Well, I'm telling you here today, 
I hope you're not keeping your home and your wife and children or your husband and your children or your mom and your daddy from being blessed because of your sin. Amen. You know what they done? They found out H and done it. They took him out. They stoned him to death, him and his family too. Amen. And they got rid of the sin. Amen. Number one, we don't need to sin. Number two, we don't need to try to cover it up. And last of all today, you know what the devil lies and tries to get us to do? He tries to get us to die in our sins. He don't only want you to sin. Amen. But he wants you to die in your sin. Let me find it here. Flip over something that I, I want to flip over to 1 Corinthians chapter 5 with me. Now, some folks, see, some of you don't believe that if you sin, some of you believe if you sin, you're going to hell if you sin. I don't believe that. I believe once I got saved, I've been saved. I'm not one of them uh, preachers that, that just out bragging about this and because you know what they say, don't you? Oh, they got saved, now they can go out and live the way they want to. That's not the way it is. When God showed me I was saved and I couldn't be lost again, I fell in love with him all over again just like I got saved again. Because I knew then all my, grand, my children and my grandchildren would be saved and they would be in heaven with me because they got saved. Flip with me over to 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 5 says, To deliver such a one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. Amen. You know what he said? This man was sleeping with his father's wife. This man was a saved man. It says it here. Let me read it one more time so you'll know what I'm saying. To deliver such a one unto Satan for the destruction of his flesh that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. What's the day of the Lord Jesus Christ? That's when he comes back. That's when we stand before him on judgment day. Listen, folks, God is looking for the blood. Lord, I wouldn't plan on preaching all this. When you stand before God on judgment day, he's going to be looking for not but one thing. When you come before God on judgment day and you step up there and he says, Don White, I see the blood. Enter in, my child. Well done. Amen. Marcella Brown, I see the blood. Enter in, my daughter. Well done. And I'll just use my name because I don't, I wouldn't dare want nobody else to go there. Jeff Watkins, I tried all these years through your children, through your wife, through church. You climbed over every mountain in the world just to go to hell. Depart from me, you worker, that no inequity, I never knew you. Amen? Depart from me, I never knew you. Amen? But see, this scripture's not saying that right here. This man was saved. And it said in the day of the Lord that this man would be saved. Now you say to the preacher, I don't believe that. That's okay. You believe the way you believe. We don't argue scripture. We don't argue beliefs around here. I'm just telling you what this preacher has believed since I was 26 year old. Why? Because the Holy Ghost of God showed me. Amen. And I thank God for it. I, people in my family, we believe different. Amen. We got Democrats. We got Republicans. We got Independents. Amen. We got everything in the world and a lot of different beliefs. But I'm going to tell you something. What matters if you've been washed in the blood of Jesus? 
Have you truly been washed in the blood of Jesus? I will tell you something. If you hadn't, I'm fixing to give you opportunity to get washed in the blood. You say, well, preacher, I don't know if I have or not. I really don't. I got down one time, prayed. When I was a kid, I prayed. But I'm not sure. You'll know for sure. God will show you for sure. All you got to do is ask him, Lord, have I truly been saved? You can know if you're saved or not this morning. Amen. The devil puts you through the first degree, makes you sin. Puts you through the second degree, says just cover it up, just tell another lie. You get out of it. Go on. Amen. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Just go on. And then last, amen, as we said, he tries to get men to die in their sins. You mark that scripture down, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Or 1 Corinthians 5, 5. Or read that whole chapter because I'm telling you it's a powerful scripture in the word of God. Amen. The devil wants you to miss heaven, church. But just like this man, he wants to kill you. He wants to, what did they say? He turned his flesh over to Satan. You may be sitting in this church house this morning. God may have then turned you over to Satan. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. It's not too late. God's always showed me where there's breath, there's hope. If you got breath this morning, you got hope. It don't matter what sin you commit. He said, I'll cast that sin into the sea of forgetfulness. As far as the east is from the west. Amen. He said in another scripture, I'll never remember it anymore. See, that's the thing about it. We hold that sin against ourselves too much. Amen. When God done forgot it and that sin was over a long time ago. All those things I done when I was a teenager and we all run around together. God said, what what, what did you do when you was a teenager? You was a teenager? Amen. Best thing is to don't sin. Best thing to do is don't try to cover it up. But the best thing to do is get right with God. Stay right with God. Live right for God. Amen. And die right for God. And that way, when you stand before him on judgment day, you can stand there. Amen. And when he says, I see the blood, enter in, my child, well done. Amen. You can be proud. You can be proud. You can hold your head up. You can have your shoulders thrown back and say, thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Thank you, Jesus, for showing me how to live. Thank you, Lord, for helping me. When the old devil would come, if he'd buff at me, and he'd say, you need to do this. You need to do that. And God, you'd always come and say, no, don't do it. You're my child. God knows our heart. God knows our lives. God knows everything about us today. God knows what you've done this morning. God knows what you did last night. But the thing about it is, all that don't matter anymore. What matters is if we get right with him today. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. I've got some more I could preach, but I'm, I, I feel like God's saying it's time. It's time. Amen. This is the day. Amen. Today is what? The day of salvation. He said, right now is the appointed time. Folks, we can go online. We can fool our wives. We can fool our husbands. We can fool our pastor. We can fool our church. But, folks, you're not fooling God. I wrote a song back when I was about 24, 25-year-old titled, God Knows. I hadn't sang it here. I lost the words. Somebody stole my songwriting book to about 50 songs, so... I don't remember exactly what it said, but I know it said God knows. 
You can blame the whole world, but still God knows. You can fool the whole world, but still God knows. Don't walk out of here trying to fool this church again this morning. I want to tell you something. When I stepped out, I know I was 11 year old. And then when I rededicated and I stepped out, all it took was just looking up and saying, I need to go. I don't remember nothing else except I got saved. When I rededicated, all I remember is falling on the floor in my living room. Rhonda in the bedroom. I fell on my floor and I said, God, I can't go anymore. I can't do this anymore, Lord. If me and Rhonda's going to have a marriage that you want us to have, I've got to start living for you. I've got to quit drinking, quit smoking dope, quit running around and acting the way I'm acting and get in church and live for you. And since then, I've been trying my best to live for Jesus. God knows what you've done this week. God knows everything about you. As they sing a verse of song, 